everybody to another episode of the last 20 i am one half of your co-host of this episode lacy lou and with me is my co-host carly ray what is up carly hey everybody <laughs> <laughs> like i'm so looking for one near you right <laughs> uh how was your thanksgiving carly it was amazing i got to spend it with my family we just Got drunk, had a few laughs, had a wonderful dinner. It was just a really great time. How about you, Lacey? How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Got some podcasting done for the 12 Days of Chasemus. Hung out with my grandparents and my uncle and my sister and obviously Danos. Um, so, yeah, that w- it was a good day. Then we came home and we watched uh, the first episode of Hawkeye. Oh, nice. How is it? It's good so far. Um, I kind of fell asleep on the last 10 minutes because it was like 11 o'clock at night by the time we got home. So we'll have to finish watching that probably tonight. Um, Did you do any Black Friday shopping? No, we never do any Black Friday shopping because we don't think ahead. (laughs) We're like (laughs) giving shopping and then we're like done for the rest of the month. And then December is when we usually begin our Christmas shopping. Now, do you do like actual Christmas shopping or are you a gift card kind of gal? I fucking hate giving out gift cards. I try my best not to. So I always bug my family to just like tell me what they want for Christmas and I will get it. You know? I, why are people so fucking difficult? Like, uh, you don't have to get me anything. Uh, just get me a gift card. And then when you do get them a gift card that they asked for, you didn't put any thought into that. Like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, I asked. It's so funny. Yeah, I think everybody likes to have, um, you know, be thought of. and But it's hard because sometimes, like, what, what do you get for people that, like, already have everything? I know. Like, I don't, I don't mind, like, getting gift cards because I know, like, a lot of stuff I like my family really hates. So they don't want to buy it for me. <laughs> Aww. Um. And by everybody, just just my dad. Like, he is not a horror fan at all. So he's like, oh, what do you want for Christmas? I have to try and think of stuff that's not horror movie related. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll, I'll just take the gift card. <laughs> Aw. See, like, my family kind of embraces my weirdness with the horror stuff because we all grew up, like, watching it together. Like, my family's, like, we have horror movie nights, you know. So I'm sad that you don't get to share that with your dad. Oh, it's okay. We have plenty of stuff in common, just not that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One of my Christmas traditions is that um, somebody has to buy me a horror movie. So everybody always ends up buying me a horror movie uh, for Christmas. And then I get to pick which one out of that I got. But it has to be a film that I got as a present for Christmas. I started this like back in 98 when I got Scream 2 for Christmas, I believe. Oh, and or 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 was it? No, it was no, it was the party year. It was '97, I believe. I got I know what you did last summer, and yeah. So and it was on VHS tape. So I've had this tradition for a really long time, and I've never missed a year since. So oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I think it was it was either '97 or '98. It's hard to tell because I think I think it might have been '98 is when I started it because if that's the case, because. 
I know Idola Summer came out in 97 and Scream 2 came out in 97. I might have got both movies for the same year, which might be why I'm confusing it, because I probably had a little marathon of oh, two okay. of my favorite movies from that era. So I think it was 98. I think I got The Faculty the following year. I got, like, four copies of The Faculty for Christmas one year. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so everybody's like, is there a specific... So I just make an Amazon list now. So... It makes it a lot easier so I don't get duplicates. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I made a list on uh, Letterboxd of just movies on my to-buy list, and I just send them the link. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, like, what else can you do? <laughs> exactly. Especially, like, when there's, like, more, like, obscure titles that, like, you want and, like, nobody knows about it. Like, because everybody would always just get me the mainstream stuff that came out, right? So I figured, why not add a bunch of, like, obscure titles that my family wouldn't know, and then they can just go off of that. Not only that, like, I've had a few years where, um, like, there are some movies that have similar or the same title. So yeah. I'm specific about it, because one year I asked for uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. One of my favorites. And my sister, I think... Um, accidentally got me this other movie called Behind the Mask. It was something with, like, uh, Donald Sutherland, I think. <laughs> did you well, watch it? No, I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have it? Yeah, I still have it somewhere. I, I feel like we need to do a commentary on that at some point now. <laughs> but like, That's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, especially remakes and originals. Like, I have to show them which remakes or original movies I have and that I need the other one. So that's why I think Letterboxd is the way to go, because it has the title, the poster, the year on it. it. just makes it a lot simpler. What is the number one movie that you want, like, on your wish list? At this very moment? Ooh, yeah. The first one that comes to mind. Uh Oh, I'm... um. Probably Freaks. Freaks. I got that for Christmas um, two years ago. That was my Christmas movie watch. So uh, that's awesome. <laughs> We're talking yeah. about the one the little girl with the powers, right? No, I'm talking or about the, the 1932 one. Oh. No, that then that's not the same scene. <laughs> <laughs> See what we did there? <laughs> Uh, no, it was the one that came out. God, who was in that? I can't even remember who the... God, who was in that? Um, I got it for Christmas and, like... Because um, was it Freak or Freaks? But um, it, it was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. Um, but it was, like, about, like, an alien little girl. Um, and she had, like, these powers and they are trying to, like, keep her hidden from the rest of the world. So people didn't come and attack her or something. I can't really remember. I only watched it the one time. But, yeah, that was my Christmas movie we watched that year. So it's kind of funny that you brought up that name or the title. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to hear us talk a lot about Christmas on this because we are on Black Friday right now. So it's going to definitely be leading up to that holiday. <laughs> Absolutely. I was actually thinking of, like, our next one being a Christmas film. Ooh, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. We'll talk off air um, because I made the mistake in last time saying we were going to do The Mist for this episode and I just didn't have time to watch it because it was my pick. And um, so I chose one that I had recently watched that was on my list that um, you had access to as well, which is The Strangers. We will cover The Mist at some time, just not this week. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry for those of you that listened that were really hoping that we were going to be covering The Mist this week. We will cover it, just not today. Like, okay. the holidays, guys. Come on. Yeah. Cut me a break. <laughs> and The Strangers is a worthy adversary or a worthy replacement. Yeah, worthy substitute. Yes, there you go. That's that's a much better word than replacement. <laughs> Um, yeah, so what is your relationship with The Strangers, Carly? Like, did you see it in theaters? Did you see it when it first came out? Renter? I actually remember the very first time I watched this movie, I was visiting my uh, family over in Kansas, 
and uh, my aunt, my uncle, they had a copy of it on DVD. And of course, uh, my sister and I, when we stay over there, we would stay like in their basement, like the bedroom in the basement. So that's where we started watching the film. And I was so scared of this movie. I couldn't finish it. I was really? Not- yes. I was, I, as you all know, I was a bit of a wuss back in the day. I was scared of literally everything. <laughs> and this movie was definitely. Um, it's funny you should say that, though, because um, I don't get scared at movies like at all. Um, you're a lot younger than I am. Um, this came out, um, around, I was 21, so I was like around your age, I guess, you know. Um, yeah. Well, how, how old were you in 2008, Carly? Oh, man, you're going to make me do math right now. Okay, hold on. <laughs> While I'm calculating, I'll uh, <laughs> say something, Lacey. Uh, yeah, no. Um, so this came out when I was 21, and um, I was kind of at that point to where the last movie that had scared me was Paranormal Activity. Um, and I am not ashamed to say that The Strangers... The OG 2008 is the last movie that scared me in the theater, at least. By far, leaps and bounds. It, it like creeped me out. It felt like isolated. There was just something about it that felt so raw and real. Like this is a movie that could actually fucking happen. Exactly. Like there are some things to where these characters, you know, like I don't know why they ended up going to this place when she told him no anyways. <laughs> Um, like I would have just taken her home. Like I wouldn't probably have wanted to stay all night at this place. I would have went some, I would have just drove home. Um, but aside from that, that's like probably my only gripe with the movie, but like, I get it. They loved each other. Yeah. It's just, uh... so I was 12 when this movie came out. This was around when I actually started really getting into the genre, but I guess I just wasn't ready for that kind of film. (laughs) <laughs> no and I'm glad that you got to experience it like as a kid because as an adult god I'm like a decade older than you fuck anyways uh <laughs> that's not uh, true I, I'm 34 oh I'm 25 yeah I, I'm like a decade older than you <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh god I'm so old um yeah no I just turned 34 though so there's that <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's kind of cool to actually have that different perspective, even though it was kind of the same perspective, um, of seeing it around the same time frame, but like at completely different stages of our lives. Yeah, exactly. Which I think that's why it's cool also to have you as a co-host on here because you are a little young buck and I am the old woman. You. <laughs> I feel old. I feel old. I'm not trying to make you feel old. Oh, no. Like, um, no, it's funny because on the Summer Party Massacre, Carly is, I believe, like 24, 25 as well. And her name's Carly, too. So I don't know what it is. You Carly's are making me old. (laughs) Is it it because of our names? Is it because Carly is a young name? (laughs) I thought Lacey was a young name. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, I used to say, I used to say when I was younger, Lacey's a sexy name. Like, I was one of those. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I mean, Lacey is kind of a sexy, you know what, I'm still going to own that. I'm still going to own it, even if I do have cartoon mom bod. Um, Lacey is a sexy name. Absolutely, Lacey is definitely a sexy name. Like, I always wanted to have, um, my, my goal ambition at one point in my life was to open up a lingerie store and call it Lacey's. Lacey's laces? Just laces. <laughs> you know, like lacy panties. Gotcha. But yeah, lacy laces sounds like a shoe store. <laughs> like, we're selling shoe strings, Carly. <laughs> oh, um, God, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> you're, Oh, God, the shit that I talk about sometimes. <laughs> like, Dan, like, I'll just say something. He'll look at me. He's like, did you really just fucking say that? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. You're welcome. 
Yeah, so what what was it that you found so scary about The Strangers? Well, it was just like, okay, so I always have been terrified of, like, middle of nowhere type of situations. Like, you have nowhere to go, and you have nowhere to hide, and you're just getting hunted down. And I don't know what it is about these guys. It wasn't just about, like, killing them, you know? It was about just tormenting them on the brink of insanity and fear before finally, like, doing what they came there to do. So these guys were just, oh, just scary to even think about. <laughs> yeah, um, like, the, the masks were utterly terrifying. Like, and you have to think this is also before The Purge even came out, um, where they wore masks on that as well. Um, I, like, there's no comparison between this and The Purge, just aside from the mask aspect. And, you know, Baghead, which you know, kind of feels like inspired somewhat by um, the town that dreaded sundown or Baghead Jason from Friday 2. Oh, exactly. Well, not Friday 2, but Friday the 13th part 2, obviously. <laughs> Have you seen the town that dreaded sundown? I did see the original, yes. Yeah, no, my mom had me watch that when I was a little kid, and there's just something about, like, that horn is so fucking freaky. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the music, like I, I believe he plays a horn. It's been so long since I've seen it. All I really remember is the bag head and Marianne from Gilligan's Island was the lead star. Oh, yeah. Um, it, I think it was a trombone or something because he had to like pull it out, hide <laughs> the knife to it. And so while he was playing, he was like stabbing her with it. <laughs> yes, like it's been so long since I've seen it. I just remember that though. Like it's fucking creepy, right? Yeah, very creepy. I love that they quote that in Scream. <laughs> it's like the town that dreaded sundown. Um, there's your Scream reference quote of the day. Yes, there must always be one. Always, always, always. Uh, yesterday it was um, from Scream 2. It's tradition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably said that about a hundred times yesterday. So, yeah. And then Dan would just quote it back and, like, do the Mickey shrug shoulders thing. It's tradition. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Get yourself a partner that will endlessly quote all four screen movies with you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they don't like no, them. it was funny. If they don't like Scream, what? I said, if they don't like Scream, I don't like them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're not wrong. Um, no, it was, it, it was kind of funny, like, uh, so we had Thanksgiving dinner over at my grandma's, and, uh, Dan, obviously, like, um, is bald, you know, like, well, he shaves his head, and so my grandparents were asking him what he looked like with hair, and so, uh, I went on his Facebook, and I'm, like, looking for a picture of him with hair, and as I'm scrolling, I come across, like, a behind-the-scenes still of Scream 4 of, like, Hayden Panettiere, <laughs> and uh, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and like, cause she's looking all cute and like her midriff is out. And I was just like, what the fuck is this, Dan? We've never talked about this before. <laughs> and it was just funny. And then he had an album called Scream and there was only one picture in it. And it was just the cover of Scream 4. <laughs> I was like, you have an album dedicated to Scream with one photo in it. <laughs> right. Or movies, Dan. Right? Like, I thought you were a diehard Scream fan. What's going on? I tell him he's not as diehard as me because he doesn't have a ghost face tattoo. Oh, absolutely. Once you get a tattoo, that means you're set. You're a set fan for life. Right? No, the creepiest thing I think that's ever happened to me before we get into back to the strangers here is I worked at a daycare for like a month. And yeah, me at a daycare with children. Ugh. It, that hence it was only a month um but like I was sitting there like reading a story during story time and like I was wearing flip-flops so like obviously my ghost face tattoo is on my foot and this little girl like just like crawls up to me she's like five or six and she licks my tattoo <laughs> oh my gosh yeah I'm like Did this little bitch just lick my fucking foot like, I I was, I think I was out after that. I was just like, all right, this is, no, this is not for me. I was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, we don't do that. <laughs> like, 
And she, like, just, like, scooted back and, like, had her tongue sticking out. I was like, this is fucking weird. And it was was by far, huh? I said, is your dad by any chance Tarantino? (laughs) Oh, God. Like, I can only, no, this little girl was a weirdo, though. Like, I I don't want to, like, talk crap about kids or whatever, but, like, you can just tell this little girl's going to grow up and be, like, beat to her own drum. Hey, I was the weird kid, like but she, I'm not lick your foot weird, but I was definitely the weird. <laughs> kid. It, it it was it was uh, it was definitely an experience and not one that I would ever like to have again. <laughs> like I don't know. Like, I was like, all right, I I can't do this job. I don't need little kids like touching me ever. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't a fan of working with children. I'm a terrible person, I know. Like, I just watched The Children. Uh, have you seen that? No, it's been on... Wait. Oh, it has not been on my list. Never mind. Uh, well, you can watch it if you download Plex. It's on Plex. Um, if you download the app Plex. Definitely check it out. It's a fun... Like, it. it's a winter, Christmassy kind of horror movie. Oh, really? And... Uh, we watched it for 12 Days of Chasemus, um, but we haven't recorded that yet. So, like, I don't want to give, like, all my thoughts away, but I fucking loved it, and that's all I'll say. And I think you would like it, too. Yeah, you know what? I will add it to my list. I, I love Christmas horror movies. Like, I think they weirdly go hand-in-hand hand for me. There's There's not enough of them. There really isn't. Like, I was trying to, like, come up with, like, a fun thing to do for Slumber Party Massacre um, for a pillow fight. And I was just like, what are we going to do? Best Creepy Santa? Like, you know? Um, but there's not very many. So, um, just ended up, we're doing the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise. So. Yeah, seven yeah, movies. that should be. <laughs> huh? I said seven movies. That'll keep you busy. <laughs> Yeah, six in the franchise, and then our feature presentation is a separate movie, but yeah. <laughs> oh, right. uh, uh, which is actually, I don't even know if it's, like, considered a horror movie. It's probably more of a thriller, but I don't care. It's, you know, we do what we want over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Good. All right. So, back to the strangers, I suppose. I rambled long enough on that. <laughs> Weird little creepy girl. Uh, <laughs> so, um, are you a fan of Liv Tyler or Scott Speedman? Oh, I'm a big fan of Scott Speedman. Like, everything I've seen him in, I've just absolutely loved. He's in um, the new season of You. Like, I don't know if you watch that show or not. I haven't started it yet. He's in You. That's awesome. Yeah, and so... And so is Cameron from um, Halloween Kills in 2018. Cameron? Really? You can't Cam- win me over Cameron. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think I might. Like, I'm halfway through the season, and it's pretty good. Like, have you seen the other two seasons? No, I haven't started any of it, admittedly. Oh, my God, All right. By the next time we chat, you have to have at least watched the first episode of season one. All right, absolutely. I will definitely watch it. And if you do not get hooked, then there's something wrong with you. Like the little girl that licked my foot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. But no, for real. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So um, while you cue this up here, we are at, um, we're watching it on Netflix because courtesy of Netflix, actually has a good horror movie on here for a change and we and we are at let's see hang on hang on oh shit no it actually accidentally started playing i did the same thing i had to rewind it (laughs) i'm trying to go back Oh, wait, I, I was going forward, or I mean, I was, I was, never mind, don't listen to me, ever. Why, why but would I do this? Listen. <laughs> it's like, hang on. 
All right, so like I'm trying to like cue this up for you guys. So I'm at, I have to wait till I'm at 22.12, right? Yeah, 22 minutes and 12 seconds. Yeah, I'm about 12 seconds off from that right now. So just bear with me until I hit pause. 22.22. <laughs> before we begin, a little fun fact I forgot to mention. So when I first saw the movie, I couldn't uh finish it of course and the next day i actually had to have my aunt tell me the ending <laughs> what so you don't so you didn't even actually finish it no i i finished it eventually so you but the was, ending before uh, you seen the so you knew the ending before you seen the ending yeah i was so scared of it i didn't think i was ever gonna watch it again so i just had my aunt tell me how it ended but then i watched it so <laughs> What was the part that made you stop watching it? Uh, that's Do you the remember? Thing. I think it was when she first opens the blinds and sees Baghead right there and just starts, like, running oh. out. And I think that was the moment I was like, you know what? I'm done with this movie. <laughs> Can't do it. Um, are you a fan of Always Sunny and uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, that is, I was gonna mention that too. Like I, I hadn't seen this in a while, so I totally forgot that that was Glenn Howerton in there. Yes, um, we're past that point in the movie, so I thought we should mention it before we start, because um, it just happened like ten minutes prior to this, I think. So, right. um, but yeah, I did not. I didn't watch Always Sunny when it came out, so it was a very effective scene for me in the theater when that moment happened. Um, you know, and it's so sad. This movie's actually really sad when you think about it. Um, and God, um, I didn't know that was him until like I went back and rewatched it. Like I started watching it. So we sunny probably, oh, maybe like 2015, 2016. And, yeah. uh, like I binged the shit out of it cause it's so funny. And, um, and then I like went back to watch this and I was like, wait a fucking minute <laughs> and like it kind of loses its luster a little bit like once you realize that that's him yeah but first time seeing that oh man yeah I mean I I I feel fortunate that I didn't start watching it's always sunny right away because of that like I didn't know anything really about it I just knew people like talked about it but like I wasn't like really into like sitcoms or humor apparently um because <laughs> I sucked in that era I guess <laughs> um but no, that show is amazing, and the new season I think comes out next week. Yeah, I have. Have they been on like a bit of a longer hiatus because of COVID? Yeah, they they seem to do that though. Like they'll take like a year off and then come back. I mean, the show I think has been on since what 2005. Has it been that long? That's crazy. Yeah, I think so. Like when I was looking it up the other day. Hang on, let me see. Hold, please. Um, it's always sunny. Well, apparently I don't know how to spell it's. Because <laughs> Itta. Itta. There we go. Uh, yeah, 2005. 2005. That's a really long time. And they have how many seasons? 162 episodes. Yeah, the, premiere, the season 15 premiere is on Wednesday, December 1st. Wow. So that's next week. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, the seasons, the later seasons aren't as good as some of the middle seasons for me, but I still definitely enjoy it. Mm. Um, Have I you seen them all? No, I I watched an episode here and there. It was like one of those shows that I kind of need to be in the mood for to watch them. Yeah. But admittedly, I, I need to like get started back on there because the ones that I have watched were so amazing. I loved them. It's, like, the best show to watch when you're hungover for some reason. So, like, one night, like, Dan had never really watched it. So, and we couldn't, like, decide on what we wanted to watch. We're, like, hungover, and we're just flipping through shit. And I was just like, you know what? Let's watch It's Always Sunny. And it was, like, perfect. And we watched, like, 13 episodes. Like, just random, like, we went um, based off of a list of what are the best. I looked it up online. I said, what are the best Always Sunny rankings episodes? So, like, we watched all of which ones were the best ones. Have you seen the one where Mac and Dennis move in together? 
and they live in this house and he's making mac and cheese. Yeah, but it was so long. <laughs> yeah, no, that show has great rewatchability. So, like, if you don't really remember it, like, go rewatch it because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I'd have to say one of my favorite episodes is uh, the one where they go to Jersey Shore. Ah, yes. And Dee gets her hair caught in that, um, in the, yeah. in the ride. And then the rum ham. <laughs> oh, the rum ham. Uh, that looks so gross. Oh, it was very gross. Especially since, like, they got on the boat, they find the rum ham. And I think they continue to eat it after it's been in the ocean all that time. <laughs> well, you know, they um just started a podcast talking about their old episodes, too. Uh, Charlie, um, Glenn, and... Um, God, uh, Ron, is it, is it Ron? Ron McNerly, or I can't pronounce his fucking name. I think that's his name. Um, Rob. Rob, Rob, God, yeah, there it is. Um, yeah, they all started a podcast together, and, uh, it's hilarious. So definitely check that out. But the reason we're talking about this is because, obviously, Dennis is in this fucking movie, and he gets blown away by his best friend. I know, and that was such, like, just the fact that, like, when I was talking about them tormenting Liv and Scott here, just the fact that he wrote, I forget what he wrote on the wall, was it killer or murderer, after he accidentally shot his best friend? I think it was killer. I believe it's killer. Such petty bullshit, like, fuck you, baghead. Right? Like, they were smart, and, like, what's so sad is, like, nobody else was fucking around, but then the next day, well, we'll get into that. Um, I don't want to spoil the ending here before we, or spoil our thoughts on the ending. But, yeah, no, they did a really good job of toying with them. Like, they took their uh, phone cords, their chargers. This movie does commit the uh, faux pas of having a dead battery. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then he leaves his phone in the car. Of course. Like, I don't know about you, but I've never left my phone in a car. I think I've done it, like, once. But then I remembered immediately when I, I got... I mean, I guess we can make the argument for them that, you know, he proposed to her, she said no. And then these weird people are knocking on the door asking if fucking Tamara's home. <laughs> and so, you know, he's probably a little bit frazzled and they probably had a little bit to drink at that wedding, right? Oh, of course. Like she was, she had to be carried out. Right. No, you know what? I feel like I would have said no as well if somebody proposed to me at somebody else's fucking wedding. True. I, I feel like that's really a, that's like a bad place to propose to someone, just in my opinion. Like, that's tacky. But I'm not really a big fan of, like, like proposals in public either. Yeah, you like a more intimate type. Yeah, and there's, like, no added pressure. Like, all these people are watching. I better say yes, you know? <laughs> right? Like... I'm glad she fucking said no, just based off of that. But, like, you can tell that they really do love each other. I mean, she puts the ring on. She's thinking about it. She can't get it off. Yeah, like, sometimes you're just not ready for marriage, you know? Well, that, and clearly he got the ring size wrong because she couldn't get the ring off. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe they just weren't meant to be. And she probably knew that when she saw the ring. He's like, that's not my size. Who is this really for? <laughs> when you look at Liv Tyler, do you see Steven Tyler? <laughs> Not one bit. Me either. Like, I don't know. Like, my introduction to Liv Tyler was the crazy music video, which is obviously, you know, an Aerosmith song. But, like, her and Alicia Silverstone, like, that's one of my favorite music videos ever. Um, it's very 90s, it's just, like, of its time. Have you ever seen the music video to that? I have not, but I need to, definitely. <gasps> Sinner! I know, it's a sin. <laughs> a sin. Um, my introduction 
was obviously Lord of the Rings. You know, uh, we were really into the series or the franchise way back in the day. And yeah, I never knew for the longest time. I didn't know if she was Steven Tyler's daughter, even though they have the same last name. Really? <laughs> like, what about Armageddon when, you know, she's in that and then, you know, Aerosmith um, does I Don't Want to Miss a Thing is the main song for that movie. I think by the time I finally saw Armageddon, I did know, but all my information is like, oh, I learned this, but I don't know when I learned it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I've seen that movie. See, like, I feel like this is where our age kind of comes into play. So like, don't feel bad for not having seen anything. This is like what I grew up with, I guess, you know? So I don't ever want to make you feel bad if you haven't seen something. (laughs) Then I'm like, what do you mean you haven't seen it? Like, don't take me seriously, like at all. I feel like every single person in my life has said or asked that question to me. What do you mean you haven't seen it? Dan does that to me all the time um, because he likes a lot of shit that I don't or that I haven't seen or that I had no interest in seeing. And uh, no, okay, we went and seen um, House of Gucci the other night and Jared Leto's in that movie. And I was like, God, like, but he's like all in makeup and I couldn't tell who it was. I was like, God, why does that guy look so familiar? I just like can't figure out who the fuck it is. Like he's like an old in makeup, you know, like he's like an old dude in it. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Like, I couldn't figure it out. And Dan, like, looks over at me. He's like, what do you mean you don't know who that is? Like, what? Like, and he just, like, made me feel stupid for, like, a good five minutes before the fuck he would tell me who it was. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was like, just tell me. And, like, well, and I was like, okay, give me a clue. And he goes, put a smile on that face. And I was just like, that's not Joaquin Phoenix. And that was, like, where my head was <laughs> But, I mean, obviously, like, when you think of the Joker, you don't think of Jared Leto because of Suicide Squad. <laughs> you know? Exactly, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Enough of that rambling. Uh, are you ready to get into the last 20, Carly? I am ready. Okay, Hopefully. I think they heard us rambling long enough. <laughs> All right, on three, let's go. Three, or one, two, three, go. Going. All right. All right. So she is walking around. Like, they've already been attacked. Her, the dude's best friend is dead. I can't remember where he's at at this point, though, where Scott Speedman is. Oh, there's Baghead. Well, this would be utterly terrifying. It really would. Like, I'm making jokes now, but if I if I was in that same situation, like, I would probably be pissing my pants right now. Do you think there's a place to where, like, they could have found to head to where they couldn't have found them? That's a good question. Like, um, you know, I don't know. I thought that was a pretty good spot because, like, it's very dim, like, can't really see inside, but they found her. I don't remember if it was because she was too loud. Like, and this movie isn't, like, really dialogue heavy either. Really not. It's not at all. Yeah, it's, like, purely suspense. Yeah, I think that's what makes it so intense and scary, too, though. Exactly. That's what made it so unique from, like, all the usual stuff that was coming out back in the day. And that's where I think the sequel really fell short. See, thank you. Like, when I seen that, like, I was looking for more of this. That that one is just, like, a straight-up, like, slasher. This, like, the way that I explain it to people is if you liked this movie, you're not going to like the second movie. And if you like the second movie, you're probably not a fan of the first one. Exactly. Like, it, I'm I'm a big fan of slashers. You know that. But there was something so, like, unique about this film, just for them to just change it and make it a regular run-of-the-mill slasher, it was really disappointing. Right. Especially with the way that they ended this one. Where are the games? Where's the torment? Where's the fun that the killers are having? They're just, nope, 
let's just go to this guy and slit his throat. Like, right like right here. Like, I think he knew where the fuck she was the entire time. Like, yeah, I don't think this is a moment. See, see, like, he looked directly at her. He's like, I know you're fucking there. Don't you yeah. think so? Yeah. Like, like that's a way of, like, making playing with her. Like, yeah. And that was the problem that I had with the sequel is that these don't, they didn't feel like the same characters at all. Oh, they really didn't. Like, not even the killers, like, seemed the same. Like, do they just get bored with their routine of torment and playing and just be like, you know what, let's just kill these guys. Right. And, like, what was the line of dialogue that was used, like, I mean, this one was because you were home, and what was the line in the next one? Because we felt like it or something like that? Is like, that they- it, it, it was terrible. Like, <laughs> I can't remember what the line was. I just remember, like, ugh, you're so offensive to the original right now. Yeah, it's like, they just didn't really even try in the sequel. Yeah, the person who did this movie also did The Dark and the Wicked from last year. Did you see that movie? Brian Bertino? Uh-uh. Oh, you, if you have Shudder, watch it. It's pretty good. Like, it's it's got the creepy atmosphere like this one. Like, you can definitely tell it's done by the same person. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it was high up on a lot of people's lists last year. Like, I feel like Liv Tyler could have taken this bitch. Yeah, I mean, like, before she actually picked up the knife, I would have just fucking charged at her. Tackle! Right? I mean, the problem is it's three to one. Or, I mean, three to two. Right, is, is Scott, like... Was he, like, beat up and unconscious at this point? Or? I think he's, like, out in the field somewhere. I can't remember, even though I watched it, like, a month ago. I'm terrible. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. oh, yeah, they just threw him in there. Yeah, like, he, like, fell, I think. Because I knew Sackhead was going to bring him in at some point. I just didn't know if he did it already. Oh, not good. And where's the other chick at this point with the mask? Probably. Probably. Oh. They're like, they got this. It's two against two. I can just sit back. Oh, there she is. <laughs> yeah. It's two now. But, like, yeah. I just wouldn't know what to do in that like, situation. I, I would have never left the room with that shotgun. Oh, um, Even though, like, a shot his friend, I wouldn't have left the fucking room. Exactly, like. Chances are the next person stepping in front of the door is one of the killers. Like, got a bad once doesn't mean you get a bad twice. Right. Like, I mean, who else is coming in at that point? Like, right. You only have one I person. Think, I, I think they could have taken both of the girls had they just shot Baghead. Or, sa- well, we keep calling him Baghead. I, I believe it's Sackhead is the proper term. I like Baghead because it's funnier. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Baghead? Have I what? Have you ever seen the movie Baghead? I didn't know there was a movie Baghead. Um, it's not like necessarily like a horror movie, but like Google it, like look it up, IMBD, whatever. Like it's pretty fucked up. Well, I am a fan of fucked it's- up. So. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, definitely give it a watch. It's 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 out there. Hi, Glenn. See? Hi, Glenn. <laughs> like, why is she not even, like, trying to fight at this point? Well, I thought she like, was... Like, here, so... let me... I figured he hit her head pretty good. That's true. Like, probably days trying her best. I mean... But see, this is the question I have. Why did they change their clothes? Uh, because they're fucking with them. Like, make them remember. Like, because they think that, like, obviously they know they didn't get engaged. Like, look at the flowers. Like, yeah, the- they're like, here, these are going to be your final fucking moments. Yeah. 
and um and now it's daylight god this movie like fucks with you so mentally and emotionally at this moment i know like you know you're like like because you feel like like once it gets to daylight you're gonna be safe right that's always like been the case usually in the horror genre like as soon as the sun comes up everything's okay nope i cannot understand why people don't like this movie I don't get it at all. Oh, you know, this line right here. Because you were home. Ah. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've met anybody who disliked this movie. Seriously, go post in a horror group and ask them which, make a poll and see which one people prefer. I just might do that because, like, over the first one or the second one? Yeah, like... Make a poll, and I guarantee you, like, it'll be, like, up in the air. Man, Do you think she wishes she would have at this point? You know, I don't know. Man, they acted the hell out of this scene. Wonderful. They really did. Like, Like, you really believe that they... These are two people that really care about each other. Yeah. And, like, I'll I'll probably go as far as to say they're, like, some of the most underrated actors out there. Yeah, and this is the part that you know that there there is no hope for them to live once they reveal their faces. Yeah. And it's so sad. What movie? Uh, The movie Hush. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was like, I don't Although know. She totally <laughs> <kicks>. <laughs> Although she totally kicks his ass in that one. Oh, totally. But that was his way of thinking. It's like, now you've seen my face. Now you're going to die. Like, and then they just give zero fucks at this point. Like, they're done playing games. Yeah, it's like, how far can they really take it, you know? Like, I thought they were, like, in a cult or something, like, that they had to, like, do this as, like, sacrifice, but these are just, like, really fucked up people. Yeah, I'm I'm glad they didn't go the cult angle, because I think it would have taken some of the originality out of it, you know? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, though, like, when I was, when I first watched it, I was like, are they, like, in a cult or something, you know? Because, like, there's a sticker, like, on the back of their car. That led me to believe that. I'll have to rewatch it here in a second, but. Yeah. I love that the scene is the beginning of the end of this. Yeah. I love that too. And all this just sounds so painful. I know. Just seeing it. I got on mute right now, but just seeing it happen. I can't imagine. And, like, these shots of, like, the outside, and, you know, they're just, like, continually getting stabbed. Yeah. Like, why did these little boys, like, pop up sooner? They probably would have died, too, if the strangers were still there. You think so? Well, no, they run into him right at the end here, and they didn't kill them. Like, maybe because they weren't well, innocent? Or- well, it's because, I, I just meant, if they came to the house while the strangers were there on mass, like, see, they're in their truck, like, they don't know that these are the guys who like killed that couple. They're just a, a weird fucking trio. <laughs> but see, this is where it like it gets weird and like she gets out and actually like takes a fucking pamphlet. Does she have blood on her face? I couldn't tell. Huh. I thought she did for a second. Are you a sinner? Sometimes. such a creepy line right right and like these these two like definitely uh, there's something wrong with these guys I'm like um that was fucking weird look at his face yeah <laughs> it'll be easier next time is what they just said like and so next time actually is part two like i always thought part two was like a prequel <laughs> But I don't I guess, but it, as long as it was 
something different. Yeah, and then they, like, pull up to the house here. Yeah, and then we see how everything really happened. Because, like, in the beginning, we just see, like, blood on the wall, shot in, windshield. Uh, could you imagine stumbling onto a scene like that? When you're this age? Right. Like, would you just, like, walk into somebody's house like that, though? <laughs> like, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> and see, I actually had the extended version, which uh, right before these guys showed up, uh, it showed Hoyt clearly dead on the floor, and it showed Kristen like crawling across the floor trying to get to a phone and of course the stranger stopping her and that's why she's like all the way out in the hall right and they made oh it look God. like they did it to each other yeah. Glenn breathing <laughs> i just saw glenn was breathing oh was he breathing there <laughs> yeah. yeah i love this movie i think that the three characters are so fucked up and so original. Um, God, it, it's such a creepy, spooky little tale. And it's one of the best home invasion movies out there. If not the best. Truthfully. No fucking doubt about that. Like, the next one takes place in a fucking trailer park. <laughs> like, you know? Like, if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about part two. Right. <laughs> then uh. I don't what else? <laughs> oh, God, what an amazing movie, though. It really, like, I, I, it's still effective even with, you know, Glenn. <laughs> um, you know, a.k.a. Dennis. Um, you know, I, I, I do feel like I'm glad, like I said before, I am glad that I hadn't seen Zoe Sunny prior to seeing this movie because I do feel like, even though I knew who Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman was, I feel like that moment would have been taken away a little bit for me. Yeah, definitely. Just because I watch him more frequently based off of the show, you know, because, like, I binge the shit out of it. And, I mean, Liv and Scott, I mean, Scott was in Felicity, obviously, but, like, that was years ago at this point. And Always Sunny is still current, and it was very current at the time that this movie came out. Right. So, um, yeah, I just feel like because they're not on my TV every, you know, week or every day, then I'm able to get behind it more. Yeah, it would have been like a weird cameo. Right, that's what it feels like now, kind of watching it. But, like, I still love that scene. It's so fucked up. Yeah, it was so intense. Just like, oh my gosh, he's going to get killed by this guy. And then, bam, shot in the face. Yeah, and then they made it look like it was like a suicide or like they killed each other. Oh, yeah. Well, do you want to rate The Strangers 2008? Rate it on a scale of 1 to 5 or 1 to 10? 1 to 5. Probably got to give it a 4.5 out of 5. Oh, why are you knocking off a half point, Carly? Because as much as I love this movie, I felt like that last jump scare was so out of place. Well, that's what made me excited for the sequel, because I was like, are they going to bring her back? So, like, I'm waiting the entire time for at least a cameo or something, like, in the end credits or anything, you know? And it just didn't happen. But exactly. it made me excited for the prospect that she was alive. Maybe she was going to come back and, like, kick their ass. Like, she could Lori Strode this shit. Exactly. Like, she could have been, like, trying to track them down, you know? Make sure nobody else got hurt. But yeah, it was just a it was just a cheap jump scare just for her to die, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I get it. This movie's a five for me. Like I said, it's the last time I was scared in the theater. Um, I love the atmosphere. I love the reason, like that there is no reason that the only reason that they're doing it to they're not specifically seeking this couple out. It's just because they were home. Exactly. Um, 
like there's not like a whole lot to dive into other than you know we could try to like go and think like what is up with the characters like how do these people come together like why are they doing this um like aside from just picking random people aside from being psychopaths but i think that's just the point they're just psychotic and i think that's why i was trying to like figure out like are they in a cult like you know and what a weird name to come up with is tamra home (laughs) like why (laughs) that like what an odd fucking choice of name yeah that is a bit weird like if if there was a cult angle to it they could have explored that more in the sequel or like even made it a prequel to see how they came together and started doing this you know Oh, such a yeah, shame. what I thought was happening. Yeah, there there was a lot that could have been done with Prey at Night. But I, I have a feeling we're going to come back and talk about that one at some point. Maybe we'll like it better. Who knows? Absolutely. I've only seen it once. And, like, I might like it better the second time. I don't know. But just going to have to see. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, that concludes the last 20 for episode three we hope you enjoyed um and we will see you on the next last 20 i'm Lacey lou and i'm carly ray until next time guys bye have a great weekend bye come here baby you know you drive me up a wall the way you make good for all the nasty tricks you pull seems like we're making up more than we're making love and it always seems you got something on your mind other than me